The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Pablo Picasso. That is what we're going to be talking about today. Gifts. What they are, how we find them, and how we give them away. Instead of just interviewing one guest about this topic, I decided to interview three people from my life. One is my neighbor, one is a good friend of mine from high school, and the other is my girlfriend. These three different perspectives will help shed some light on this topic of what is a gift, how we can find it, and how do we give it away. Our first guest is Isaac Cress. He lives right across the hall from me, and he's a good friend of mine. He is not afraid to think deeply and below the surface. So I love to have conversations with him. And so I jumped at the opportunity to finally interview him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Isaac Cress. What is your gift? I think I would have to say my gift would be be understanding, not just understanding in an educational or an ac academic sense, but also understanding more on a, on a personal level, trying to understand people. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I don't have a very natural talent for it, but kind of seeing it that way that like I have to work to understand people, mm -hmm. it makes me kind of leave aside my own biases and all the things I think I might understand about them and look at it from a very new perspective with just leaving behind everything that I would have thought that I understood about them gotcha. in search of real understanding. Okay. Do you believe part of it is natural for you in your um, ability to understand? I think that a lot of people are born with a certain level of emotional intelligence to understand people. Okay. I wasn't one of them. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So it has been something that I have, I've worked on a lot. So you had life. to develop it. I had to develop it. Okay. And when did you realize that, this wanted, that you wanted this to be your gift? I... As for understanding other people, I think it became very important for me uh, when I was serving my mission mm. for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I... I had the opportunities to help train new missionaries who had come to the to where we were serving, which was Argentina. Very difficult situation for people being away from home in a foreign country with a foreign language, not really living the lives that they were used to. So it was very it was very difficult for them, and a lot of them kind of had some um, some problems at first that they they just weren't having a very good time. So that's when I realized. I need to learn, I need to teach myself how to understand these people because only they can only feel loved if they feel understood mm. and I will only be able to help them if I understand them. Really? Was there an aha moment that you can share with us? An aha moment where it all just like came together? Yeah, where it came together, this is what I need to do, this is the skill I need. I think it's when I realized that uh, one of the people that I was training, he was having some thoughts and some feelings that were very similar to me when I started. Um, and my trainer maybe didn't help me in the way that I wished he did, at least my first companion. My second one was great. But I remember thinking like all the things that I wish that were maybe said to me or done for me, 
And I thought this is maybe what I can do for this person because I understand a little bit of what they might be feeling. Gotcha. So we've talked a little bit about how you have used the gift in the past. How do you currently use this skill of yours? I think I currently use it to help uh, people on, like in my in my life, on my team at work, mm-hmm. um, in my friends. That try just trying to understand the people around me helps me work better with them. Right. And my next question will be, how will you use it? And I'm assuming that in your teaching career, you're going to have to. Of course, yeah. Understand. But is there other ways that you want to use this skill? Um, kind of looking at neuroscience more as a way of like treating people. Um, through treating people, I will come in contact with a lot of people who are having really rough times. Like the, like the sad thing about kind of like neuroscience and neurology is no one goes to a neurologist because they're okay. So like everyone that I come in contact with, that at least I'm like going to try and like help because they have some kind of condition, I will have to like try to inform that understanding with them, Mm. even if it's a situation I myself have never been in and can't fully imagine. Right. So I think that will be very helpful in my future career to help me understand a little bit about these these people that I'm trying to help, not not subjects or like numbers, but like people with conditions that I am trying to serve and understand. Exactly. Do you believe there is a lack of empathy currently in the field that you want to go into when they are interacting with these people that you were describing? Um, I think currently people are pretty good about it. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, at least in the field, I think in the world as a whole, there's still a really big stigma. Gotcha, gotcha. But like with people that are in the field, the reason that the stigma is kind of melted away, I think, in the field is because they have been educated mm-hmm. about these certain topics. Okay. And it's hard to have a bias or a stigma for people that truly understand kind of what's going on. And so what are some of the techniques that you use now and plan on using to understand these people? Are there specific ways that you do this or go about it? Um, just trying to understand their background okay. and how it can be very different from mine mm-hmm. because our backgrounds kind of shape who we are in the present. Okay. So I maybe try and look at like their past experiences. Um, also, one thing that I always, always, always try to keep in mind is whenever someone does something that to me doesn't make sense, I have to remember that for them it does make sense. Mm-hmm. That no one purposefully acts irrationally. That for in their minds, in their heads, they always have a good reason for what they're doing. Right. Do you agree with the sentiment then that everybody, for the most part, is doing the best that they can? We can all do a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think people are trying as hard as they can be? Would you say what you were saying earlier about in their mind it makes sense? Does that equate with people are trying? Um, I think that everyone on some level or another is trying to you know trying to be their best okay. not always succeeding right. we're, we're all imperfect people but i would say that everyone is trying totally totally and going back to what you were saying about understanding people's background do you mind if i try to understand your background oh <laughs> yeah please perfect yeah so and then also backtracking a little bit back to the quote Mm -hmm. I'll remind you what the quote is. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. So as a child in your past, what did you believe your purpose was? 
in life. As a, as a child, my purpose, I was always trying to, to learn. I thought that was my purpose is to personally learn all that I could. But I think that was kind of like one of like the misconceptions I had as a child is like my knowledge is for me. Mm. So I like you were saying in the quote, like that the the meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. I hadn't yet learned to, to give it away. Uh, and why do you think you were holding that knowledge in? Because, I don't know, I just didn't think that it would benefit people the same way it benefited me, I guess. I don't know if, like, maybe I was just a little bit shy, too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want to, like, share these things with people that, like, have been, like, kind of meaningful for me. Gotcha. And just to confirm, it was on your mission when you realized that the knowledge can be shared with others. Right, like okay. before it, before then, it was honestly just like more like trying to help people academically or educationally, That's but on the missions when I learned that understanding people for themselves, not just understanding information about them or facts or anything, but understanding kind of who a person is, that's how you can take that gift instead of just keeping it for yourself and like understanding things for yourself, but showing people that they are understood. That's how you kind of give that away. And help me to see a world without understanding. What do you think will be the effects if we don't appreciate this gift that you have described? Without understanding, I think the world would really fracture into like factions, Mm -hmm. kind of where people would just kind of agree with each other and they kind of group together with the people that agree with them and they'd argue with people that don't agree with them. And they'd feel justified in doing this because they're like, look at all these people that are with me and they all agree with me. So how can I be wrong if all all these people agree with me? And it would just be a very conflicted world in which we can't find any common ground with no understanding. And without that understanding, like we can't really have, you know, kindness or charity or love one to another. Mm. So I think it'd be a very cold and angry, conflict-filled world if we don't Mm. try to understand one another. On my personal life, I, I have a sister that I didn't get along with for a very long time. And there, there was some conflict there for a while. And that's when I realized that like neither one of us was right or wrong or good or bad. And we were just different people that wouldn't budge on our own viewpoints. So then like we started to both kind of like shift a little bit and try and see things from the other's perspective. And that's when you realize this person isn't being illogical or irrational or belligerent or like dare I say even evil Mm -hmm. this person isn't trying to do anything bad so when you understand that you can see where they're coming from then the conflict resolves itself through that understanding through the connection you have with another person understanding is our only hope Mm -hmm. agree or disagree I agree yeah it was definitely the case and like that sister and I now we get along super super well I feel like we've we've reached that understanding. We 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 get each other now, and like conflict just is gone. <laughs> Relationships could be mended mm-hmm. with understanding. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for the interview. That concludes the interview. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Isaac Cress. Our second guest is Jacob Kappa. Me and Jacob attended the same high school where we had a lot of the same classes and were on the same water polo team. Jacob was a good friend of mine then and he still is now. We recently reconnected and we texted a lot this past week while reconnecting. 
I had the great idea to interview him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jacob Koppel. So to start off, what do you believe a personal gift to be? Um, a gift is anything that you can give someone or even a service that you do for someone and someone you love, really, I feel like, or someone that you just want to make feel better. And it's, it's done without expecting anything in return. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I give a gift because I want to receive a gift. It's I give a gift because I like this person. I want to do something for them, yeah. whether that getting them a present or doing a service for them, like I said. Totally. So do you believe that there are certain in, innate talents that we have that help us give those gifts to people? A hundred percent. I believe everybody in this world has, has good at something and is great at something, you know, and you, you might not have found it yet, but there's definitely something within you that is great and uh, you're going to find out and that's your gift. So speaking on finding that gift, if you had a theory, if you had to create a theory on how to find a gift, what would that theory be? Um, you know, I really think it's just down to living your life. You could, you can search for your gift. You could do whatever you want, but I think gifts will appear naturally. And I think just the more you, you live your life and something that I love is I love trying new experiences. You know, I love trying different foods. I don't care if it's good or bad. But just new experiences will always kind of reveal something about yourself. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. So as you were just saying about trying new foods and experiencing new things, have you always been this way? Um, I feel like I was kind of picky when I was younger. But as I got older, I just feel like the, the more experiences you have, the more things you do. It just adds one more thing you can do in life. And I mean, like, why eat the same food every day when you can maybe find something that's great, better, maybe your new favorite food? And so... Has that thought process helped you find your personal gift, your talent? You know, I've, I feel like I've thought about this. You know, I feel like I've been, I've been good at a few things, you know what I mean? But I've never really felt like I've been great at a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I'm still kind of in that, that searching mode right now. I feel like I'm still kind of looking for what I'm good at, what I feel like is my gift. Yeah. So what specific things do you think you're going to do in order to eventually find that gift so that you can eventually be great at that one thing? Um, you know, like I said, just keep living my life. And once I find it, I hope to maybe start working on it more and we're working on it more. Like right now, I'm, I'm really just trying to be a, a good student. And um, it's, a, it's okay to tell a story, but like I went to class the other day and um, this class, it's a hybrid class. So on the days, we only come in once a week for an hour and 15 minutes. And on that day, all you do is discuss. Like you're supposed to do the reading and you fill stuff out, you take notes and you're just supposed to discuss about your notes and put in a worksheet. It's a group project. And I went in on Wednesday and it felt really good because I was really prepared and I was like, okay, like I'm excited to talk about this stuff. But half of my group didn't even do the reading or fill it, take any notes. So I was like, okay, well, at least I did it. And I just felt good being prepared. You know what I mean? And I just felt good being really studious for once. Totally. felt satisfying. Totally. Do you believe that that could eventually turn into a gift of yours being studious? I think so. I, I really enjoy it. I think it makes me feel good. And I think that like, I want to be a counselor, you know, work at a school. And I think that that could lead into maybe one of my, my gifts. So help me understand the thought process to help you lead to uh, this career path that you're on, which is becoming a school counselor. Um. You know, I've I've changed a lot since high school. I'd say I've I've definitely changed a lot. My uh, 
my view on life and people itself has changed a lot. I used to think that, you know, people are selfish and they're awful people and that like, you know, why would I want to trust anyone? And it's just now I just realized that everybody's going through their own stuff. Everybody lives their own life. You don't know how anyone else lives their life and you can't really judge. You know what I mean? So for me, it's, I'd rather be accepting and just be like, okay, well, I, you might be mad at me, you might be angry at me or rude, but I don't know what's going on with your day or whatnot. And I think that that is kind of starting to become my gift, I think, because I, I do want to work with people and I want to kind of just talk to people and understand what's wrong and try to help them. I think that's wonderful. So this gift that you were developing through this desire you have to accept others and to talk and to understand, you believe that you have an obligation to use this gift? Um, I, I think I do because I see a lot of people and, um, uh, a lot of people really aren't that accepting nowadays. I'll be honest. A lot of people really aren't that open. And I think that just being able to be open with people and not judges is a gift. And if you had to guess why people aren't as open and accepting, what would be that guess? You know, that could come down to anything. That could be your upbringing. That could be different life experiences that you face and that you just, you know, you might not want to be as open to other people as you might once were. Or, um, you know, it's, it's hard. Everybody lives their own life, like I said. Applying this to everybody's situation in terms of gifts and the talents that they have, what do you believe is... Um, what do you believe is stopping them from receiving this gift or rather not receiving, but finding it from my gift or their own gift, their own gift. And it could also be from your personal experience. What was stopping you from finding this gift of yours? Um, I think just growing, honestly, I think some people might just be a little stunted in their growth. They might be holding on to a certain level and they just need to honestly enter the next stage of their life and, their, their next stage of their mindset really what is your vision in the future for your gift giving with a school counseling what impact do you want to make um i don't know if i have to make a big impact but if i could just help at least one person you know one kid i think that that'd be enough for me totally okay that's great and did you wish that there was somebody like you when you were a kid that could accept you and understand and just talk with you? Um, you know, I, I say yes, but I still don't even think that uh, I'd be open to listen to that person or even open to express my emotions back then. I think it was something that I found within myself and that um, no amount of people I could talk to, I could really learn. Sorry, I'm just contemplating. No, no, yeah, yeah. I really like that. Okay. And so the quote that I gave you in preparation for this interview uh, was by Pablo Picasso. And I'm going to reiterate the, I'm going to restate the quote uh, just so it refreshes our memory. And it's, it reads, the meaning of life is to find one's gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. So my question to you is, do you agree with this quote? Um, I think I do, because I think you are kind of lost as a person until you can kind of figure out what you, what your gift is, what your meaning is, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard. Um, 
but once you find your gift, I do think that it is, it's not, it's not like you're uh, obligated to use that gift to help other people. But I, I do think that if you find something you're good at, that you should want to share it with other people because that is your best gift, your best quality, your best trait or whatever you want to call it. That is what you should share with other people. Thank you so much for being here on the Everyday People podcast. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure and I appreciate your insight and I can't wait to edit this stuff and put it into the episode. I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jacob Kappa. Thank you. Our final guest today is Ruth Bliss. I've been trying to find the right moment to introduce Ruth onto the show, and I thought that today's topic would be perfect for her to be interviewed about. Ruth is an amazing woman, and I don't think it will be very hard for you guys to see why I am dating her when you listen to her interview. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ruth Bliss. The meaning of life is to find one's gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Pablo Picasso. And my question to you is, do you agree with that sentiment? I do. You yeah. agree? And why is that? Um, kind of just like in the Bible and in the scriptures when it talks about um, finding your talents and then using them, I think that our gifts are the talents and stuff and the abilities that we've been given and we can't just hide it, you know, we're supposed to use it, and using it means giving it away sometimes. Okay, gotcha. And could you help me to define what a gift is, if you had to give a definition? A gift is something that you have been given that betters your life or helps you better other people's lives. Mm, interesting. Have you always thought about have you always had this perception about what a gift is mm-hmm. okay cool and talking about giving that gift away when people have a gift of their own do they have an obligation to give it away um i wouldn't say an obligation um i feel like well i feel like they kind of do and they kind of don't um i think that um, in a sense that that they do have the obligation to give it away because we've been told that we should use our gifts and talents and abilities but I think that sometimes people feel like they have the obligation to give it away to the wrong people or in the wrong moments and in those times and moments like they don't have any obligation to you know when is the right moment I think the right moment is if it's helping somebody else, but also helping you grow. Mm, interesting. Did you learn this from personal experience? Mm, not really, but just by observing the rest of the world and people around me. Okay. Is there a flashbulb moment where you observed this happening and where you then formed this opinion? Um, I think there are some people in my life who they have had um, the ability to love and they have given that gift of love to other people 
and you have seen the people that have taken that gift that you know they've shared with them and that ability and they've used it in beautiful ways and given it back but sometimes when you give that gift and you share that gift then you share it with the wrong people sometimes and they're not loving you back the way that you need to be loved and I don't think in those moments that you should be using your gifts like that to people that don't care about you the way that you should be cared about. Gotcha. Let's talk about the personal application of this topic. First question, what is your gift, do you believe? Um, like you said earlier, I think I have a gift of forgiveness, uh, for sure. And I think that I have... Um, a gift of love as well and I think that one of my other gifts is being able to listen to people mm. do you believe these were innate within you or things you developed um, forgiveness is definitely something I think I had to develop mm. was it a conscious effort yeah it was Okay. how has it blessed your life it's blessed my life because I don't focus on um, the bad in people as much. I, like, I look at the good in everybody, and I give people the benefit of the doubt, and I forgive really easily, so I don't let things that other people have done bother me. And I also make sure to because like, I really believe in second chances mm. and I think to be able to give somebody else a second chance in your life that you have to be able to forgive them ah gotcha and you've had many times where your gift has benefited others in that case in that sense mm-hmm. interesting and with your other gifts that you described do you believe they were innate or some things you developed as well um I think the ability to listen to people um I think that was innate <laughs> Mm. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Just something that came with you when you were born. Mm-hmm. All right. So with all of these gifts, combining all these gifts together, how do you want to give away these gifts? Re- referencing the quote that was mentioned at the beginning. Um, I think that with listening, um, the career path that I'm on right now, I'm hoping to be a therapist. And I think that... Being able to love and listen, um, I think that's really, really going to help. Um, I think <laughs> that that's going to make me a better therapist, being able to listen to my the people that are coming to me for help and being able to love them. Because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people that are seeking help are also seeking love and for somebody to just listen to them. and that will me being able to do that and to give that to them will definitely help benefit their lives yeah in what ways do you think you'll help benefit by giving your gifts um i think that specifically my gift to be able to listen i feel like a lot of people go throughout their lives feeling like they're not heard that nobody's listening to them that they have everything bottled up inside that they just want somebody to to listen um and i think that it's going to be helpful for me 
um, to be able to have, um, to be able to let somebody unbottle, to let somebody let their emotions out, to be a listener and a comfort to another person, and that's really going to help them um, just, you know, get something off their chest. And I think that um, once you're listened, when when somebody listens to you and you feel like you're heard, you're able to pass that on and listen to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's contagious. Mm-hmm. Referencing back to the quote that was initially uh, said, the first part is, the meaning of life is to find one's gift. How did you find these gifts of yours? Um... Well, for the gift of forgiveness, um, <laughs> that one that one took some searching <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> I had some really, really hard things happen to me as a kid, and um, you know, for a while, I felt like I was letting it get me down, and um, I think that I could. Like, looking back, I could see the negative effects that it had on me and my spirit and my personality. And I had to make the decision first to be able to trust that I could forgive. Mm. Um, And once I had, you know, put that faith and trust in myself, that I could let it go, that I could forgive the people that had wronged me, then it was easier to be able to do that and um, to find that gift I actually uh, prayed to have the gift of love as well Um, love for the people that I felt like had done me wrong love for the world around me and love for myself and my family and I think that being able to pray and to find my gift of love helped me find my gift of forgiveness Mm -hmm with the good comes the bad is there any bad sides to your gifts that have caused you to experience any pain um i think that with the forgiveness one (laughs) Mm. um i think the giving people the benefit of the doubt all the time um makes me too trusting Mm. when i shouldn't be um it's great to trust people, and it's great to to love and to listen, but sometimes I feel like I trust too much because of it, and then I'm hurt, and, and I keep going back, <laughs> and I keep getting hurt, and it just becomes a toxic situation, <laughs> yeah. um, and it... It hurts me and my mental health, and I don't think that that's positive at all. Um, Mm, So going back to what you originally said about a gift is something that benefits both of you. mm -hmm. And you've forgiven when it hasn't benefited you, when it should have. Yeah. Okay. How have you tried to overcome being too forgiving? too loving or listening too much i don't think the last one you can listen too much listening (laughs) is something i can do better at (laughs) but how have you worked to overcome those hurdles um 
I think that um, something that I have um, kind of pieced together in my mind is because I always forgive, um, I forget as well, you know, forgive and forget, and I just let things go too easily. Mm. And because of that, I don't express my feelings or my emotions in situations where my where I need to express it. And, um, you know, that's not, that's not beneficial for me at all. And I just let it go, and I'm like, oh, I'll just forgive him, I'll let it go. But... Like I said, that's not helpful for me at mm. all, and it's not helping me grow. Um, so something that I've tried to work on is you can forgive, but you can also let the person know how you feel, and you can express your own emotions. And forgiving does not mean that you can let people walk all over you, mm. and that's what I was doing because I was like, oh, you forgive, you forget, you let it go, you move on, but you don't necessarily have to uh, forget and move on and trust again. Um, you can forgive somebody but still have boundaries. Interesting. What you were saying about how you would previously bottle up your emotions, you have the gift of helping people unbottle those emotions. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any relation and possibly a why behind having one gift because you desire that one thing for yourself? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, I, growing up, I felt like I was never listened to. Mm. Um, I have a ton of siblings, and <laughs> um, I kind of felt like I was uh, the last on my parents' minds sometimes, um, which wasn't true, but I just felt that way, and I felt unheard. And so I feel like because of that, because I've been able to recognize the signs in myself of other people being unheard, that I want to make sure that nobody else feels that way. Mm. Beautiful. And you have a lot of gifts, but I'm sure you want to develop more. What gifts do you want to develop? I think that the ability to speak and to speak clearly um, is a really, really important gift to have, and that's honestly something that I would like to develop. Um, I feel like I trip over my words a lot, or I say um too much, <laughs> and I use a lot of filler words and everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have all these thoughts in my head, but I don't know how to get them into words, <laughs> and it just comes out a jumbled mess, <laughs> so I think that that's something that I want to work on to be able to have that gift to speak more clearly. I haven't seen that problem in you. But going back to that part of the quote about giving, how will that, this gift that you desire, how will it help you give unto others? I think that being able to speak clearly um, helps people feel more comfortable Mm. around you. Mm -hmm. And it helps them definitely understand you better as well and understand your advice so that you can help them better in their lives. And if I'm able to speak more clearly, then I can help and direct other people in that same area. For all those people out there that feel that they have a deficit in their gifts, they don't have any gifts to give away, how would you advise them to find their gifts? 
Um, I think the first thing that um, a person should do is to reflect on their own lives and look inside themselves. And if they are religious in any way, I would advise for them to pray. Um, in you know, we talk a lot about in my church, ask and you shall receive. I 100% believe in that. I think that if you ask for your gifts, that you, it, your eyes will be open. Huh. Asking you shall receive for gifts. Mm-hmm. And the gifts that you've been received, that you have received, is forgiveness, love, and... Being able to listen. Being able to listen. And I myself have been able to receive, being on the receiving end of these gifts. And I'm very grateful for them and her as well. Thank you so much, Ruth, for being on the show. And I will see you later. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ruth Bliss. Although I think the answer to what is the purpose and meaning of life is multifaceted. I believe Pablo Picasso's words can help us better understand our role here on earth. I invite you all to find your gift, develop it, and give it to others. The gifts you have are needed in our world. Use it to love. Thank you.